Welcome to Got Something to Say with Johnny Reinhardt, highlighting the people and events making the news and making a difference on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Got Something to Say is brought to you by United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Well, I've got a few guests joining me. Very excited to be talking about uh, collaboration with the Southwest Michigan Symphony Orchestra and the Ghost Light Theater, The Sound of Music. And we've got uh, Paul Mao, who is the director of this whole thing. And we got a few of your lovely cast members as well. Paul, uh, you guys, how long have you guys been working on this show to get this all together? Because you've done many collaborations uh, like this at the Shadowland Pavilion with the uh, the symphony orchestra but how long does that process take you know we usually plan at least a year ahead and uh sound of music was on the docket in 2020 when we all pulled in the reins and oh, so wow. we've been we've been after this one since uh we thought we we planned it in 2019 so it's it's been a good four years for us to finally bring this to fruition that's awesome and then uh you know it, it coming up this weekend but it's something that when does the like rehearsal process and the sort of run through and all that because i know you have guest artists that are coming from all over to be a part of this but also uh local cast members as well so when do you kind of get that that starting and yeah going? so we started uh we cast it in the spring uh these folks have known the they were going to be a part of it for a while. Um, but these folks are all busy and out of towners that you're talking to today other than myself. So uh, it's kind of a moving target when they were able to join us. And some of them have come and gone and come back. And uh, so it's, it's a huge balancing act um, for me as a director, for my stage manager, for us to block it and get people musically prepared. Um, a few other people in the cast have been in and out. Um, so it's, you know, musical, I think, as you know, Johnny, is always about six weeks. You know, yeah. if you can hit the ground running and do five or six nights a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's probably been closer to seven or eight just because we tried to dial in the kids a little earlier. Sure. Uh, and and uh, some of those kids are as young as seven. So uh, so we've definitely been at it since like late May um, oh, wow. on this one. And it overlapped what I worked on last was cabaret. So, uh, so I was kind of doing two at the same time, which is a little bit crazy. But, uh, you know, all for the good of the the product absolutely and and when you throw in the outdoor performance and you throw in the live orchestra yeah it's a lot of logistical things that happens behind the scenes uh that comes together uh sometimes you don't know how but it comes together (laughs) it comes together and uh it ends up being a great show but uh, looking forward to this so sound of music with a symphony you've got some great performers as well let's introduce some of these uh, these great people because these are some of your uh your a few of your featured performers right yes and these folks are returning because they all three of them were part of our first production at the ghost light in 2019 they were in the bridges of madison county so it's great to have them back um and abby marie vachon is playing our maria we're so excited to have her in from portland oregon she's a uh, former local to uh, michiana uh branch fields is playing the captain von trapp and he's in currently from virginia and elizabeth pacheco rose is back playing our mother abbess who gets to bring it home every night at the end of act one and two uh with climb every mountain and elizabeth and i are old friends but uh she hails from uh, winston-salem north carolina so from all over wow so you guys are traveling quite a lot uh abby let's talk with you uh first you're coming from all the way from portland but where were you at before were you in like the mishawaka south bend area Yes, so I grew up in South Bend, Mishawaka area, and then went to Penn High School there, and then went to university for musical theater in Ohio, 
and then you know really did it professionally primarily in chicago after that but i i always feel like a midwesterner truly in my heart yeah that's awesome and this is a this is a big role uh to be playing have you have you played this role in the past no i have not and i really uh gosh i feel like my years to play it are limited so i i just feel so grateful because it's rarely do you get to have such an arc of a character sure. you usually only have moments of it and it's just such a full character that oh god I'm, I'm just so happy and lucky to be doing it yeah it's certainly uh not only an iconic role played by some great people but also yeah. uh something that like you said it is a it is a daunting role because it is a it, it really st- carries the story and, and in parts of lots of different scenes and different pretty much on stage all the time doing a bunch of different stuff um so it is uh pretty awesome but of course the expectations too when the audience members come they they you know they they know these songs they they've sung them before and so that's that's also is that difficult when you're putting together everything and as a performer to to kind of have those expectations ahead of you yeah that that's a great question i mean there there's always going to be expectations especially yeah. i mean when you're thinking about julie andrews i mean how can you just not love her yeah so uh, i think the real challenge is and in a couple of times in my career i've had the opportunity to play actual historical people and it's how do you you know capture the essence of the character that people truly love but then make it honest for yourself and where we're at in the world right now but it, it's daunting but you know what i'm just not i'm not julie andrews so right. i shouldn't try to be her i can just do the best i can and it's really it's about the children right at mm-hmm. the end of the day and i think that's for me what uh always keeps me focused and present on truly what it's about johnny let me just jump in here and say abby mervishan is a unicorn <laughs> When you see Abby Mervishan play Maria, you're going to see a Maria that you've not seen before. Because Amen. because Abby Mervishan <laughs> is so special yeah. on stage, her vocals, everything about her is so special. You don't that's, miss it. That's yeah. wonderful. Uh-huh. And, and and that's what I love is when you can when you can have a performer that can put their spin on it and then and then do it the way it's the way they want to do it. Because that's that's also you know, yeah, you have those expectations, but it's also no, this is this is my spin. Uh, yeah, I'm not this person. But I'm going to put my little spin on it, and you're definitely going to enjoy it. Uh, and so I'm really looking forward to seeing that. What's it been like working on the show? Now you're working with kids, and also coming from all over. Uh, you're coming from across the country, really, to uh, to come and be a part of this. What's it been like? Oh, it's been great. I've I have been looking forward to this since Paul asked me. It's really. I really fell in love with theater at the community level. I grew up at South Bend Civic Theater here. And when I really think of my favorite theater memories, it wasn't in the professional vein. It was truly when it was about collaboration and growth of artists. And so the fact that I get to be around this wide of a range of children, um, some of who it's their first time and are really exploding with the possibility of doing this art is really what it's about for me. And I think what art is about in general is what it can do for people not fame wise but uh i think internally as human beings absolutely and i think i love that that not only you have this collaboration of professional musicians as the ones playing the music but then the performers as well that that gives so much uh you know mentorship that you even for a short period of time you get to kind of mentor some of these these uh kids and these other performers and and they can see you know these amazing performances and not only the 
performance, but the process and how you go about doing some of that stuff. Branch, let's talk with you a little bit. Coming from uh, Virginia, but you said also from Arkansas, is that right? Yeah, first 11 years in Arkansas, and then uh, we moved to Williamsburg, Virginia, um, when I was, yeah, about 11. Wow. And I've been there ever since, and I live in the same neighborhood where I grew up. Uh, I, I'd lived in Philadelphia and New York, uh, but eventually kind of came back home and uh, have been there ever since. And so I, I have three kids, and they're basically living the same uh, childhood that I, I lived, except with a lot more technology. <laughs> <laughs> so being a father, not a stretch for you when you're when you're being in this role, right? No, it, which is critical because, uh, yeah, you have to be able to relate to that being uh, both a present father, and, but a, also a distant father, you know. Yeah, it's certainly a different, uh, I'm sure, a different dynamic uh, with your family than it is with the Von Trapp family. But still, (laughs) just a little little bit, of course. But at least having that fatherly instinct and and knowing that it's a little easier to kind of do that. Have you done this role uh, at at any time in your your past of performances? Yes. uh, Luckily, uh, I I got two uh, productions of it last summer. at Charlottesville Opera and at Montana Theater Works in Bozeman. Nice. And they were and they were like pretty much back to back. So I did about fourteen performances of it and really got it under my belt. He knows the show better than me, Johnny. He should be directing it. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Has that been pretty fun to to, to do the role again? But also, you're, you're getting a different spin because you're coming from uh, with a different, totally different cast and different director. So it's a different sort of vision uh, on what the, the the performance and everything should be, right? It is, and I by no means have you know really grasped this role to its full to its full extent. I mean, that would take uh, several sure, more productions, sure. I think, but. Um, it, it is wonderful. Paul and I go way back, and we respect each other so much. And he just has some great acting uh, insight uh, for all of the all of the scenes. So it is nice to sort of uh, step back and take another look at each scene and and where it could go just a little differently. And um, it's it's really been it's been eye opening for me. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be uh, certainly eye-opening for all the people that are coming to check out uh, this wonderful performance of The Sound of Music with the Southwest Michigan Symphony Orchestra, as well as the uh, the Ghost Light. Elizabeth, let's talk to you, because uh, I know you have done not only past performances with Ghost Light, uh, but also other solo things and a lot of... You're, you're pretty familiar with Southwest Michigan and all the fun stuff that we do, um, but what's it been like to be a part of this production specifically? It's been so wonderful. It's actually really nice to not be the lead. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it? um, Not that Mother Abbas isn't a challenge for me because it is. Sure. um, She's not the typical role that I play, um, but she's been a wonderful challenge to take on. We all need a Mother Abbas in our lives. Um, She's sort of the anchor. Um, She brings the wisdom and the stability and the hope and faith and belief that will make it through. Yeah. And um, who doesn't love that? <laughs> we all need that right now in our lives. So um, it's a challenge um, vocally because it hangs a little lower than I usually sing. And um, I don't believe I have her wisdom yet, but yeah. I'm, I'm 
trying to go in that direction. But I love it. I love to be back. I love this area, especially in the summer. Who wouldn't want to be in St. Joe in the summer? Right. um, And I love working with Paul. I'm just very lucky. And this cast is really special. I hope everyone will come. Yeah. Now you say who wouldn't love being in, in, in St. Joseph in the summer, but you may say something differently when you're th- out there and it's kind of a little warm and you're wearing, habit. Yeah. you're wearing in, the whole in entire. In my nun's habit, yes. Yeah. That, that'll that be a, another added challenge with the costumes and all that. But uh, no, I know that you guys will be awesome. But I will say this too, is it, isn't it, like you said, isn't it great to not play the lead role every once in a while? Because sometimes, <laughs> sometimes those, those, is supporting characters and those, you know, maybe just featured actors, sometimes those are the ones that people leave the theater or leave the performance and say, that was my favorite part. And so that's where you get to have fun with it. You get to uh, collaborate with a lot of people. And, uh, yeah, it's it's good to play all those different kind of roles. So anybody that's in theater, whether you're young or old, it's playing some of the supporting characters is a lot of fun as well and character Absolutely. actors. And this cast is a real team cast. I mean... It's not just the three of us. We've got seven kids and a bunch of other nuns and other characters too. So this is one of the shows where it, like, it takes a huge team to put on this show. It is not just the people on this screen. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, and Paul, back to you. We've been talking a little bit about how this show and, and the, the timeliness of this, but you know, the timing of this show goes all the way back to, you know, the World War II. And so we're, we're in the times of Nazis and all these different things. So, you know, why, why a show like this? Why is that message something that will speak to, you know, people now? Well, fantastic! Yeah, and coming right off the heels of Cabaret, it's yeah. it's, a, it's a similar uh, a, a similar cautionary tale. You know, the fascism's looking right around the corner, mm-hmm. and and even Branch Branch and I had this moment last night where he's talking about looking at the mountains for one last time and having to. What's your line, Branch? About these used to be my I've always thought of them as my friends. Now they're my enemies. Yeah, now they seem to be my enemies. Yeah, because he has to leave his home that he's built. And um, you know, it's just such a cautionary tale for all of us to not get too comfortable. Yeah. Are way. they pro- are they protecting me from from the outside, or are they now like a wall, like, right? You know, keeping me in, you know, trapped. Right. Trapped. Exactly. Yeah. So it's got some great themes at the same time, and I and I love any piece of theater that opens you up with frivolity and and uh, laughs, and then kind of hits you in Act Three with like the real message. So I think we've seen Rodgers and Hammerstein do that so many times, and it's it's a fantastic piece. It's iconic, as you know, and yeah, uh, it's it doesn't get any bigger <laughs> than this one. Right? Yeah, people are gonna know, and, and that's the thing. People may know the songs and may may have seen movies and performances of the past, but you're definitely gonna want to see this one because it's one of a kind. It's in the beautiful Shadowland Pavilion with the backdrop of the uh, of Lake Michigan and the dunes. There are some hills, so those hills will be alive little, little as hills, well, right. right? There's some some smaller hills. You can sit on a hill, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and of course, people want to come see this uh, this show. So, uh, Paul, give us the details on everything we need to know before we come and check out these these wonderful performers along with the rest of the great cast of The Sound of Music. Great. So go if you want a ticket, you go to smso.org for Southwest Michigan Symphony Orchestra, smso.org. Uh, the shows are both Friday night and Saturday night, July 28th 
and 29th at 6.30 p.m. Uh, ticket details to sit just on the lawn or bring your own chair. It's $25 for adults, only $5 for youth, uh, 6 to 17 years. So if you have a big family, this is the one to come. Children under five children under five are free, but keep them quiet. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, and then uh, reserve seating if you want a chair sitting there waiting for you. And, and they're, to be honest, they're up closer on the lawn, mm-hmm. the front of the lawn, are $35 a piece. Or they have the big picnic tables to seat 10 for $350. So it's the same price, $35 per person um, if you want one of those 10-person tables. Uh, gates open at 5.30 p.m. Um, parking, as you know, at Silver is always limited. Carpool, walk down from the bluff if you sure. can, etc. Um I think uh, the, the other important details are lots of food trucks and alcohol for purchase, but you can't bring your own coolers in. So, you know, okay. it's going to be a hot one. Bring your ice packs, whatever, if you need to, but there'll be cold water for sale and things like that. So for the sympathy to be able to pull off this giant tens of thousands of dollars productions, they have to make a little bit of money on the food sure. and drink too. Um, so yeah, uh, can't wait. Super excited. Uh, we'll be out there all day Friday trying to dodge the heat and uh, please come join us Friday night. That's wonderful. I hear the weather's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be hot. It's going to be, be warm, but it will be uh, it will be nice and sunny and beautiful. Uh, so looking forward to that. Any shout outs should... to any uh, sponsors or anything like that? Yeah, I just wanted to also mention we do have a contingency plan. If the heat index is too high, like yeah. the symphony literally can't perform sure. union rules over ninety five, so we would go to Mendel Center. So okay. stay tuned if anybody thinks the the heat wave is here or it rains or anything like that. We would move to Mendel Center. Um, yes, the uh, symphony's sponsors are the Michigan Arts and Culture Council and the National Endowment for the Arts um, that I see on their website. Yeah. I'm not sure of others. Obviously, it's a collaboration with Ghost Light, but this is primarily a symphony venture. Wonderful. Looking forward to uh, the sound of music at the Shadowland Pavilion, or like you said, if it gets a little too hot, move on over. But they'll definitely let you know if uh, that uh, ends up happening. But if we want to know more, go to smso.org. Looking forward to this wonderful performance. Uh, Thank you guys so much for spending a little bit of time with me. And thank you for coming to Southwest Michigan to be a part of the show. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Got something to say with Johnny Reinhardt, highlighting the people and events making the news and making a difference on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Have something to say? Email let's talk at WSJM.com.